For all of you who listen to Submersion and own an Android device, go to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android device. I personally use the app and I love it. I can search for the podcast I want to listen to, select it as a favorite, and have it just a click away. Make sure you select Submersion as a favorite so you don't miss any of our new episodes every Thursday. Again, the app is the Podcast Republic app, available on Android devices. Episode what? I don't even know. What uh, are we on? What are we? It's been a month. Three hundred and fifty. Is that right? Seriously, three hundred fifty? Maybe. No, I don't think so. I don't know, man. Look at it. He's got jokes. He's got jokes. Hey, let's Kyle. Can you open the window real quick? How how do our fans sound? Sound outside? They're screaming. Right? Yeah. Wow. They're ready. We're, We're back. back. We're back. This is it. This We're is back. it, gang. We uh, are back. Yes. We're back. We're loving it. We've been gone for way too long. Crazy stuff going on. That's true. Jamie, you been up to anything fun? I know kind of what Zach's been up to a yeah, little bit. Yeah, no. But that's... I mean, we all got together, had a fun time in Ohio together, just a bunch of pals just having a great time, me and you guys. <laughs> it was great. Right? You sound a little salty. No. What? You don't remember I was there? Oh. That's potent you could have been there for a night or two and I <laughs> wouldn't remember. Forgot Kyle? <laughs> yeah. Did you forget? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I get a little forgetful. Um Yeah, dude, we uh we had a little bit of a uh soiree for the guy in the middle there, Zach. That guy's getting married, allegedly. We'll see if that still happens. Just doing it for the gifts in the bachelor dude, party. Classic. Knew it. Wild times, man. Wild times. Jamie, you know what I did that I realized I'm a total piece of trash for? Um, you got me to buy a Ooh. VR headset with all my Doge delightful monies I made. Welcome, Jamon. Uh, yes, I did get you to do that. I should probably... If you if you're not watching, you don't know what I'm talking about. But I've got I've got Christmas notifications on, so I need to get rid of that. So. <laughs> Everything's Christmas themed. It it just was, but not anymore. Okay, so yeah, you've you've been killing it at VR. I love it. It's super fun. Jamie and I, High scores. dude, we've been going head to head and Beat Saber. Man, that is what. Like, yeah, he's got. I want to get in on this action. I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily call it like a rivalry. When one person dominates the whole time, you know what I mean? Would you? Because literally, I'll get these notifications as they say, um, you've been beaten by Jamie, and I'm like, you know what? Oh, fuck that. And then I go on and I beat all his high scores, and then he's like, text me, he's like, hey, I just came back and beat your high scores. And I'm right. like, oh, here we go, man. Like, right. it is on. All right, Donkey all right, Kong. All right. What the? Because I want to get in on this action. You want in on this? I got to get in on this. I am- Otherwise. Yeah. What am I doing? Just be aware, I am one of the greatest of all time when it comes to okay. uh, rhythm games. So okay, okay, Beat Saber, pretty okay. great. Pistol Whip, I just got. I'm getting better, not Ooh. the best, Ooh. but Ooh. Soon that to game's beat. fun. Yeah. Very stressful. Oh, there he is. He's adjusting himself. But yeah, dude. Um, so Zach, should I tell them what I did that was wrong? Wrong. Yeah. Remember what I did that was wrong? I mean, I, you have to now. We're literally in the middle of a sh- live stream. Okay. <laughs> we were at this bachelor party, 
having a good time. And we're trying we're ending the night and we're going to get some pizzas. And Uh-oh. Zach walks into this place and he's like, I'm gonna go get these pizzas. And I don't know, we're all just like kind of feeling it. We're like, okay, whatever. So I sit down, I'm waiting, but there's this box of pizza already sitting at this table. Dude, I just I crack the lid. I'm tantalizing. I'm showing it to them. I pick up a piece of pizza. I'm showing it to them. They're like, Kyle, don't eat that. That's not yours. And I pick it up and I like put it towards my mouth. And they're like, Kyle, don't eat that. That's not yours. And then I just <laughs> started eating that pizza. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm confused. What, I, what is this? It, yeah. it's, it's called pizza? What is it? Yeah, it's pizza. Never heard of and, it. And that's how I'm, I'm a trash person because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where this came from. I have no idea, man. No clue. I don't know if who touched it. Did anyone touch it after? Did someone come up and grab the pizza and say that was my pizza? So some guy was like, hey, dude, what are you doing eating my pizza? But then he was like, I'm joking. It's not mine. So I was oh. like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, whose pizza is Pizza talk. And you never, pizza and you never pizza found talk, out. talk, man. Okay. No, man, because we bounced. We're Scratch. like, dude, we got the pies. Let's get out of here, dude. Scratch Submarine Podcast. Optilist. We are now a mystery podcast exactly we're gonna f- we figure out the entire podcast is now every episode trying to figure out whose pizza that was dude or we just go around and steal pizzas all the time and then we try to see what crazy situation unfolds the question is kyle was there ever any pizza at all oh holy shit dude you talking like hooking the lost boys Right. Yeah. <laughs> Where it all turns into like colored goop that they throw at each other's faces. Yeah, I'm like, oh my, it's my imagination. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, no, you know what? I got a name. I got a name for the. What was that? What? Was Sub that? alarm? Because I was hoping us, we got to get in. No, no, no. Okay, I, all right. Well, Jamie, real quick, what do you got? I would call the podcast Zaw Thieves, Z A Thieves, and it would be Zach and Alex. So they'd be the hosts. Zaw, Z and A. For, for, for what? Zaw. Pizza? You don't call pizza za? Za thieves? Hey, I'm going to go get some za tonight. We used to say that because the restaurant was called Zaz. The restaurant was called Zaz, but I've never heard that in any other context ever in my entire life. It's in the Scrabble dictionary. You can play it in Scrabble. Za, meaning pizza. Bullshit. You cannot play that. You can. Check it out. It's true. It was not... (laughs) Dive, 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 dive! What began as an innocent conversation among friends would soon spiral out of control and later be referred to by future generations as the eighth wonder of the modern world. Mac East Studios takes you on the journey of your lifetime as your captains, the artist formerly known as Brahm, Jamie the Ointment, Kyle El Capitan, and the gruesome twosome present Submersion. Did I do a woo at Man. the beginning of this? Did I do a woo at the beginning of this guy? No, no we never because we, we had no idea what episode it was. All right, and hold on. Like... Woo! All right. What? What? Dude, it's been a while. It's been back. There was maybe a little bit what some people might refer to as a rough open. But you know what? Right. Get them out of here. They don't understand it. What? Zach's like, no, yeah, it probably was a rough open. You know, It was. We were, we were rambling a little bit. Talking about Zah. Talking oh. about Scrabble. Talking about... Stealing Bachelor parties that I my invite was lost in the mail, like usual, like usual. That's all. Yeah. Zach, I say usual. That also means usual. Like Zah is short for oh. pizza. 
Oh, oh. Ooh, oh. interesting. Gloves are off. <laughs> the double? The double down? The double. Double oh. down. Double down. All hey, guys. Right. Hey, yeah. guys. Are you guys ready? We're ready. Nice. Can't get, a, can't get enough of it. That's what Got we watched to. again. We're going back. <laughs> we said... Did we do Greyhound Justice? Maybe. I don't know. Actually, no. If you're watching, you can already see up top. Uh, Zach, <laughs> it's hovering right above your head, man. What did we get to watch this week? Oh, uh, listeners, we watched the fantastic um, 1950s film, The Atomic Submarine. Yes. Released in 1959, starring... Literally everyone you know. Right. Arthur Franz, mm. Dick Foran, mm-hmm. Brett Halsey. Love them. Tom Conway, Paul Duboff, Bob Steele. Paul and Newman, Re- George Clooney. Every single person. Scar Joe, Jonah Hill. Uh, directed by Spencer Gordon Benet or Bennett. Take your pick. Uh, written by Orville H. Hampton. Irving Block and Jack Rabin, and it is a sci-fi thriller from Gotta 1959. Huh? Just check your phone. We'll. Take I gotta it check my phone. Hold on. We got. Yeah, just, we have a listener check. thing. It's a dick pic. No, we have. It's Zach's. It's a picture of. I Zach's tried to update penis. that, Zach. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So never mind. If you're here for Resident Evil, welcome to it. That's what we're talking about. So, uh, whatever you know. Is that what you said? Is that what you said it was? That's, that's what the stream says. says that's what the stream says it is. I was trying to keep it subtle, but now we're actually talking about it. Yeah. So, so if you're here, we're not we're not playing Resident Evil Village. I'm sorry. No. We can do that later. All right. But for right now, we got something else going on. It's kind of important. It's just as just as spooky, scary. Magic. Yeah. Just as scary. Just as spooky. Just as many zombies. Atomic submarine. Dude, Boom. I gotta say. Well, we could t- we'll talk about it later, man. I guess I'll talk about it. <laughs> Your Whatever. thoughts about the movie? Do you mean we'll talk about that after Jamie yeah, does his movie yeah, recap? I was going okay, to okay. like just dive into it right now and be like, <laughs> but then we're, I thought, you know what? There's actually like an order of operations that we generally stick to. Maybe I should adhere to that kind of. So I was like, eh, you know, whatever. All right. <laughs> All right. Jamie, I know it's been a month. It's been a while. At least, but you're still on the timer. All right. Yeah, and it's almost been a month and since is, I watched this uh, movie too. I watched it, and this movie's ages only ago. like an hour and twelve minutes anyway. So seventy-two minutes long, perfect length. Honestly, I think that's like that's like Hotel for Dogs type length. Um, you just gotta get in there, get out for that kind of stuff. Anyway, should I get into it? Let's get into Go. it, man. All right. Timer's going. Well, really, okay. You got ten seconds. A submarine is destroyed <laughs> near the North Pole, right? And everyone's like, "Holy shit." What are we going to do? That's going to, it could be really bad. And then they're like, get everyone important in here. Who's the most important? Uh, the commander of a submarine. His name's Dan. Ever heard of it? And he captains the Tiger Shark, which is a submarine we've heard like a whole bunch of times. Then they got like a Nobel Prize winning scientist, Sir Ian Hunt. And he's like a big old brain. Basically what's going on here is they're, it's, they're casting us. Like Kyle, you're Dan, the commander of the Tiger Shark. I am Nobel Prize winning scientist, Sir Ian Hunt. Uh, duh. 
Uh, and then you, Zach, you're the young gun who we hear about later because what they say Wait. is- what? That he's that guy? He's gotta be. That that piece of shit. Alright, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. I was like, hold on, dude. You don't want to be that guy. What do you mean? He becomes I'll a be he's that hero. Guy. I'll be yeah. that guy. Later. Anyways, the important thing is that the Tiger Shark is high tech to the extreme. It's got like super great hull. It's like great. It's also got a little submersible mini sub uh called the lungfish that can be stored right inside the submarine. And don't you worry, other times we've seen these mini subs, they'll go out and they'll immediately blow up. No, 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 no. Big time part of this thing. So don't even worry about that. Oh, man. That was so good, though. Voyage yeah. to the Bottom of the Sea. You remember that? Yes. The rest of that great. movie, we were like, not not about it, but that mini sub just blowing up after they talked about it so much. Just like, <laughs> get some, baby. So anyways, they get on there. They got the XO there. His name is uh, Richard Holloway. I guess his nickname is Reef. Uh, and he learns... That, uh-oh, that Zack-type character, Dr. Carl Nielsen, Nielsen Jr. is on board, and he's the one taking over the lungfish. And he's like, wait a second, Dr. Carl Nielsen Jr.? Where's your dad? And he's like, uh, my dad had a heart attack or something and can't make it. Yep. And they were like, get him on this boat. He's got to get here because you are a goddamn pacifist. And everyone's like, whoa, because it's like post-war time. And everyone's like, that is horseshit. And he's like, yeah, whatever. Who are you, man? Whatever. He's like, what? You don't even respect the military? It's like he was saying, oh, well, oh, you don't respect respect what I do. And he's like, no, I just don't want people killing each other. What's the big deal? Anyways, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, bro, no, it's the worst, man. They should. They tried to kick him off. They should have kicked him off. Get him out of here. He's not helping the boys. Yeah. So, anyways, not they yet. start. They start going up towards through through past Alaska, uh, into the Arctic Ocean. And nearby there, they're about to get there, and they get word, uh-oh, Dr. Carl Nielsen Sr. is recovered from his heart attack. Hey, you can get off this boat. You don't even have to be with us. Who gives a shit? You don't even care. And the pacifist's like, no, I'm here now. My dad is sick. He just had a heart attack. I'm doing it. And everyone's like, fine, whatever. We're not going to like it. Anyways. Hey, did we also mention, I know we said the one the one sub blew up up in the, blew mm-hmm. up up, uh, in the North Pole area, but- this is not just an isolated incident. There have been tons and tons and tons of ships blowing up. More so that we're going to find out here than I even thought when they draw that perimeter. Yeah, yeah. Like, all the accidents have happened around, and it was like thousands of them. Yeah, that, that whole scene didn't make a lot of sense anyways, but... That went uh, on forever. It went on forever and ever. They were drawing on this piece of paper. It's like if I made a movie, and it's like, I don't know any timing of how like a movie is actually supposed to flow. And then they draw all these X's on it, and they're like, and it's a perfect circle. And they draw a perfect circle, I'm like... The X's aren't even on the perfect circle, bros. What's going on here? Anyways, um, they find out that, uh-oh, what do they got up there in the Arctic Sea? They've got a, what is it, guys? You know what? Say it, Kyle. It it jives with the times, boys. Mm-hmm. Didn't think we, we do a lot of things that work out perfectly, but they've got a UFO on their hands. Yeah. Technically you not. Cut it? Yeah. Technically you cut not. Let me keep going. No, do the techno one though, real quick. The techno. 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 Oh, tech. That's eight bit. That's eight bit. Get that out of here. That's eight bit. Um. Yeah. Just keeps cutting out. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it's cutting out. Cutting all in out. In and out. <laughs> God. Dang it. Uh, anyways, <laughs> they find out that this UFO. It's not really flying around. It's mostly under the water. 
But no worries. It does fly eventually. So it is a UFO. Why is it coming out? And they are like, holy shit, that's what we got to figure out how to do. Because they, they keep on like, they're trying to like chase it around, but it's blowing stuff up and getting away and they can't really keep up with it. And they're like, what are we going to do? We can't catch up to this thing. It's like, we got to know where it's going. They, so they start mapping out where it's going and they keep on saying it's re- returning to the North Pole, like over and over again. And they realize it's kind of getting powered by the magnet, the, like the magnetic pole. So it's always got to return to replenish its energy. So it goes out, destroys a boat or ship, and comes back and replenishes its energy. So like, okay, we know it just went here. It destroyed the ship. We just got word. We'll be on its direct path back to the North Pole and uh, stop it. And so it starts coming back, and they're able to uh, – what do they do? They shoot it with a bunch of torpedoes. Nothing really happens well, because – well, the one just totally misses, yeah, yeah. and then another one looks like it's going to hit, and it's really tiny. It looks like a matchstick or something, just going through the air, and you think, oh, this one's going to get it, but then it just sticks right. into some gelatinous slime. And so then the captain's like, uh, ram the submarine into that UFO. Like, yes! And some people, on the, I can't remember, were some people on the boat kind of like not into dying for this, but then the, the captain's um, like, we got to do it? Yeah, how about the guy who's also like, man, I oh. want to use my slungfish for what? Oh, the Dr. Neil, the, the Zach type character, I see. Yeah. Zach like took offense to that because we said that was his character. Right. Like, hey, <laughs> hey. I'm like, what? Hey, hey. <laughs> don't, you, don't you cut me Watch down. Watch shit. Yeah. But, they, but they do it anyways. They go out there and they uh, ram the submarine into it. <laughs> And then, yeah, buddy. <laughs> Welcome. Hey. Nice. <laughs> and uh, and they, they ram it right in, and they get stuck in the UFO. And the UFO starts to start to sink and bring the submarine down. They're going down, like, below crush depth or whatever. They're trying to, like, keep it up by, like, uh, uh, using their motor or whatever. And, but what do they do? They eventually just settle on the bottom of the ocean, right? And they're, like, barely alive. Yeah, they get stuck there. And uh, you know what they could be? Trapped. They could be trapped. So they're sitting yes. there, and they, basically the captain's like, yeah, man, I guess we're, we're pretty much dead. Uh, but at least we stopped that uh, UFO or whatever. Uh, but they're like, no, 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 we'll take the lungfish out, and we'll, like, free ourselves. And he's like, fine, whatever. I'm, I'm ready to die. That's what the captain keeps on saying. Like, I'm ready to die for my country. I don't know about you guys, but I'm ready to die for my country. And they're like, well, we're going to just try not to. And he's like, okay. And so they, they take the lungfish out. They go over. Uh, they... How do they even enter? Oh, they enter through the eye of the Cyclops Yeah, they go to the UFO. eye because they keep yeah. referring to the UFO as the Cyclops. Right, They're yeah. like, we got to get on over there to the Cyclops. And we're like, why are you calling that? Well, because it's got one bubble eye. And you know what uh, the Wait, Cyclops did? They got one. Thunderbolts Mi- for Zeus. One Michael Bublé. Is that what you said? They should have had a better name. Should have had a Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. What are you talking about? Bublé? What? Well, you said bubble eye. And then I made a joke about Michael Bublé. Dude, here's my head. It went like you can't even see my hand because it's so far over. It. It's just crazy. Not everyone can keep up with my uh, puns and plays and words. No, we can't. Uh, but so I see anyways, you're quite, you're quite you are smug too stupid with it. for that. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, and so they they go off and they so a bunch of people leave. The doctor Nielsen, he's sitting there and he's basically like, "I'll I'll stay here." And they're like, "That's fine." And they go off and they start to break the submarine off. We're using blue torches. All right, but, they're freeing it. But first off, one of the big things that they're really concerned about is like, oh man, they, we there might we might need something so we can breathe in there because there's not going to be atmosphere. And they're like, all right, good idea. Let's go ahead and bring some stuff so we can breathe. And then 
when they find out that they can breathe in there, they decide, oh, we're just going to leave it. We're going to leave it with the lungfish. But I'm thinking the whole time, if you're going to cut that submarine free, yeah. how much water is going to instantly flood into this UFO? A fair amount, I would say. I would venture to guess. I'm not a scientist. I'm not Alex. I don't know what right. he's doing, but it's something scientific, I assume. Right. And so then they, they start cutting it away and they start, some of them are having like freaky experiences. They're like hearing things, they're like running away. Someone gets like zapped by like a microwave and like totally bubbles into like goo or whatever. Um, there's all kinds of crazy shit happening. fucking melts, dude. Yeah. Like straight up melts. Melts. And, but then one of them finds this giant like creature, alien, or like an alien all up in this uh, UFO who's sitting there and kind of is like, come over here. It's like, you, you're going to come with us. Like I'm like a malian. And I'm like super into it. And also like I love Earth and I'm going to eat it all. Like don't even worry about it. And then he's like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. But the whole time he's like plotting against it because then he's like, don't let anyone else come over near me. I'm not into that. But then someone else comes over and the alien's like, no. And like immediately like melts that guy too. And, but he's it's, the whole time Reef. He's got like his uh, flare gun and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, totally into this alien stuff too. Like totally into Earth. We'll destroy it together or whatever. I'll be like totally into it too. Um, but eventually he like, I got a gun. And he like shoots the alien in his eyeball. Dude, all right. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to tell you something. I can tell you later. It's fine. <laughs> Just so, somebody. somebody what was that? So you're not going to tell us? Yeah. All right. So the way, the accuracy, because Jamie just referred to it as a flare gun, that this dude, okay. The accuracy that this guy can use a flare gun is unreal, all right? I don't know if any of you guys ever <laughs> shot a flare gun. I have not. One one Christmas, for whatever reason, we had like a 50-gallon drum of, uh, like my in-laws used to like burn their trash or whatever where they lived in Michigan. And so we doused it in gasoline, and then we stood back from ways, and we kept he had all these flares that were going to be expiring. My father-in-law said, so like, well, yeah. we'll shoot it with the, we're going to shoot it with the flare gun. What the heck? You cannot hit anything with the flare gun, man. It is so hard. Like, you po- you would point right at it. The thing would shoot like 10 feet high. It was out of control. All right. Wow, so okay. shooting all kinds of flares into a farm field, I guess. That's funny because that- No that, fires was, were started. When I was going to go through my, you know, score for this movie, I was going to say my, the reason why I wasn't going to- really low scores because of how accurate it was, like, scientifically. Yeah. And now I can't do that. Now the flare gun. Flare gun scene. I was going to say. Anyways. Out of here. Yeah, so basically he's like, ah, you're going to come with me. You're going to be like, you're going to study you, and then we're going to, like, make uh, you into our pets or whatever. I don't even know what the plan is. But they <laughs> shoots him with the flare gun and destroys the uh, alien. And then... Um, they runs back to the lungfish. They jump back onto the submarine, um, and they're like, "We gotta destroy this thing because Holloway now knows the entire plan." Gets back on there. Submarine. The the UFO like heals itself. The alien heals itself, and it starts to go off to fly away and let everyone know how like delicious Earth is. All its like alien friends, and they're like, "No!" And they're like, "We're gonna launch this nuke at them or whatever." And they launch a missile, and up it goes and destroys this UFO. And then when they get off the boat, guess who's, like, totally super pals? Like, (gasps) super best friends. Dude, is it the bloodthirsty warmonger and the pacifist? Yeah, and the the pacifist is basically like, I respect you. And the other guy's like, and you showed me that you're also kind of a bloodthirsty warmonger, so I'm also into you. And they, like, hug 
and that's like the end of the movie, the end. I don't literally. I mean, that's it. That's Jamie. I mean, that was literally twelve minutes. Do you know what? Do you know why? That. Do you know why it was so short? Because the beginning the of the so short. The beginning of the movie. So it's seventy-two minutes long. And the beginning of the movie is no joke. Like probably fifteen minutes of a montage of them being like living on a submarine, doing submarine thing, hating on this pacifist, and like that's all they do for like minutes, minutes and minutes. It made oh. me want to just, yeah, scream. All right, you, you probably got a similar situation to what. I, well, I know you don't because you couldn't have, but situation what? that I had with this movie. So okay. I know I'm, I don't know what I'm talking about tonight, right? <laughs> I'm just like leaving all these cliffhangers and just, <sighs> man. All right, should we get into some reviews here? Uh yeah, I think we should. All right. Let's see. Who wants to go first? Not it. No, not it. All right. I will do it then because I didn't say not it. This movie, this is something that I was going to say at the beginning, and I stopped myself because I'm doing that all kinds of stuff. What? All kinds of things tonight. Uh, Alex is coming in, ladies and gentlemen, with an 8 out of 12. Holy smokes. Hmm. This guy is out of control. It's true. I don't know if we can count it because he's not here tonight. Well, he is here. He's just in the chat. But I had no idea this is the direction that this movie was going to end up taking. I thought Atomic Submarine... I don't know what I thought, honestly. I don't know what I thought with Atomic Submarine. But this was not anything that I had envisioned. I didn't... When they were like, look at that. And there was a UFO. I was like, hold on. Wait, what's going on? And I was like, this is too real because the CIA is going to have to release all this information on UFOs like within coming weeks. And the hour 12 minute movie, I had to do this in three separate sittings. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you said, that first part, I was just like, my God, so bored. And then the second part, I hadn't even made it all the way through that. And I was like, Wow so bored again and then we finally started to get some action after they drew some map for like 30 minutes or whatever and they're yeah. like, okay and then we're gonna do this and then okay and finally we got into the sub action where they found the ufo and then they're like let's take this thing down and then that started to get better i'm a, i like the old school sci-fi style movies i don't know why like when you just when they step into a ufo and it's just this vast expanse of blackness and nothing i thought that was pretty cool um, actors all, I mean, nobody stood out here. Nobody did bad. Nobody did great. It was just, it was there. It serviced the movie, but in a good way. I don't know. I wouldn't really say so. It was just okay. Uh, miniature work left some to be desired, but it wasn't nearly as bad as a movie that was even newer than this. Uh, Neptune factor, which mm-hmm. was trash. So, I guess, and then it was just ended so abruptly. But I guess, you know what, if I had to come in here and say, would I ever watch this movie again? Yeah, probably not. That's what Zach always says, right? Never watch this again. I'm going to give this a, like, three and a half. Wow. I'm going to come in second, like usual. I'm going to say. Like usual. I'm shocked by your three and a half score. This was poorly acted, poorly constructed. It was made by, uh, I mean, what was his name? Alex Gordon. So it's the same producer as the previous 
movie we just did. Uh, what was the last one we did? I was going to say, you got to remind me, it's been over a month. It's been so long. Oh, my God. Submarine Seahawk? Yeah, there we go. So he did Submarine Seahawk and uh, then left and made this as like part of an independent studio. And you could feel like he felt like he was like, okay, I can do this with that studio. I'll just do the same thing. I'll just take a bunch of clips from other movies and that'll be all my stuff. And I'll do some like, you know, whatever, some miniature works here and there, but everything will come back. And people will say the same thing they said about Submarine Seahawk, which is like pretty good action. And I look at this, I'm like, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say this this time. Bad acting. Didn't look good. Uh, Really weird storyline. I guess I appreciated how weird it was, like the alien at the end and how weird that alien was. And it like talked like a regular person. We haven't seen an alien like that, really, right? No. (laughs) It was like talking like a regular person. And it was straight up melting people. That was kind of cool. I did like that. That was fun. Um, That's where the money went. It's like a two. It's in that. It's like a two. It's a two. Uh, I'm going to give it a two. I didn't, I don't, it's a bad movie. It's just a bad movie. And it's 72 minutes long yeah. for a reason. I think they probably were like, do we get do we get enough yet? And they're like, we have literally 32 minutes of footage. And they're like, okay. <laughs> um, Map drawing. Try it Done. and uh, have them do something over here. And they're going to talk about war for a second. I don't know. Just keep filming stuff until we have it. Do we have enough? Like 72. Dude. Ah. Oh. And you know what they did? They had a golden opportunity when those guys were storming the UFO and that like this door opened and they were stepping into the portal and one guy was there holding a melee weapon and you're like, oh my gosh, it should be a wrench. But he has a crowbar. Mistake. What's he doing with that? I don't know. And then here's a question. Zach, you give your review and then I got a question for you guys after this. <laughs> you did it again. Yeah. You keep bringing something off <laughs> and cutting it off, Kyle. Of teasers don't let time. me forget. Don't let, I'm going to write it down. I'm going to write right, it down. Worry. My, my review won't take long because what the hell else is there to say about like a 70 some minute movie? Like it's, you guys have already said it. This movie's not good. This movie's not good. And I like sci-fi. I like sci-fi, but you can wrap this up in some tissue and just put it down the toilet. Did you hear that? I, I did. Put it down the toilet because this is not a good movie. It drags. And that's saying a lot for a short movie. Like it's, it's a long like the miniature parts minutes. were funny because it just looked so freaking not anything close to real. And then it, it just like there's just so much dialogue. And then they like they'd stand there and they're just like, listen. And it might just show like a weird transition of some guy, and then it would just cut to another scene, and then just like them walking. And it's just so freaking slow. And then you'd kind of see something cool, but then it would just be in like 20 more minutes mm-hmm. of slow shit. And this is just not good. I didn't like it. I guess you could say, yeah, the ending is freaking crazy and the alien's talking and it's just his eye. I mean, yeah, okay. It did get kind of goofy, but this could have been like a a 40-minute TV special or some shit. Yeah, pretty much. It was not good. Um, I was in between two and three, and I'm just going to just go right in the middle. 2.5. 2.5. Not good. Not good. Not good. All right. Well – I guess you're kind of guilting me because my score seems high because maybe it's because I've been away for so long. But anyways, question that I was going to ask you. So the alien was communicating through the mind, powers of the mind. Right. Okay. You guys want to start doing the podcast that way? God, that's ridiculous. Because we're already doing that? Okay. Um, anyway, no. <laughs> we are all right, powered so here's my real yes. question, though, is, if you're communicating through the mind, right, like the way they made this seem is that I would have to be like sitting here actively thinking, like talking to you through the mind. 
But I would think that this alien could just like kind of read your mind, right? Because the guy all of a sudden just like he's like, I'm gonna surprise him and pull out this gun and shoot him right in the eye. But wouldn't the alien have seen that coming? Or no? He the alien never said he could read minds. Okay. I guess you're right. <laughs> I mean, should the alien have had the capability of? Probably. But he never claimed to have that ability. Right? I think, do you think the alien had hair? Uh, where? Maybe in his infancy. What kind of hair are you talking about? On his derriere. <laughs> I think yes, then. Yes. If you're talking Butt about hair. on his derriere, then yes. Anyways, um, is that all of uh, We did all of that so quickly? Get a quick Let's do the uh, love it, hate it. Let's hit it. Yes. I love it. Okay, let's just go in some hot, hot. Uh, lo and behold, there are no ones or tens on IMDb. So this what? love it, this love it, hate it comes to us from a little website called Amazon. Never heard of it. Eight of the Z. Yeah, it's, yeah, eh, eh, don't worry about it. So what do we want to hear first? Love it or hate it? I think I want to hear it. Hate movie it. Left a, do you? What? I do. I want to so, hear hate it first. This movie left such a bad taste in our mouth, and you want to leave on a love note? You don't want to leave with that hate that we already have cultivated? Yes. I want to hear... I want to first have it kind of playing to me, the crowd, and then I want to see the other side of it. All right. Fair enough. All right. Okay, here it is. Hate it. This comes, again, from Amazon by Scaramucci? Scaramucci? Oh, the mooch. Yeah. Uh, one out of five stars. This is October 16th, 2006. Hmm. Scary. I saw this movie in a theater in 1960 when I was six. What they were thinking, showing it at a Saturday matinee of little kids, I can't imagine, but that was before ratings. It scared the... Oh, he used asterisks. It scared the out of me Mm. that horrible one-eyed alien and the terrible things that happen when the submarine crewmen are trying to escape very very scary one out of five makes literally no sense what do you think i like i like the idea that the review would just say scary one out of five that'll be it time for love it yes Love it. This comes from <laughs> Oldies Guy. January 15th. January 15th, 2020. Wow. Ooh. Didn't even know. Last? Had no idea what was coming. No idea yeah, what was coming. Had no idea. The guy was watching this movie. Man. Five out of five. Great little movie. I saw the movie on Prime. It is a great little sci-fi movie. The plot is a bit different. But it is worth a look. Yes, it is a B movie, or perhaps even a C. I still enjoyed it. Read the bio of the blonde on IMDb. Very interesting, but kind of sad. Enjoy. That's oldies guy. Wow. 
It'd be funny if at the end he's like, I wonder if this uh, flu coming from, you know, (laughs) could come to the U.S. and really disrupt (laughs) anything. Ah, I don't know. (laughs) Who's to say at this moment? Like, whoa. Yeah. January 2020. Seems like a lifetime ago. All right. Should we get into some trivia? I have something. Do it. I I have something that's a little special tonight. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's dealing with other movies from 1959. Cool. And I want to see if you guys can guess them based on the description. They are all ones that we have watched. Oh, okay. Oof. Where's the description coming from? IMDb. Okay. During World War II, a commander finds himself stuck with a decrepit and Pink submarine, a ah. con man, executive officer, and a group of army nurses. I can't. I, I mean, I know the movie, but the name is slipping my mind for some reason. The yeah, the, I recognize the plot, but I don't know the name. I don't okay. know why I'm not remembering this. Operation okay. Petticoat. Operation Petticoat. There it is. Jeez, Louise. I knew that. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. In 1942, Navy Lieutenant Kenneth Braden from the underwater demolition team is sent to a Japanese island to photograph secret radio codes. Is that, uh, no, uh, up, uh, up Periscope? It is. Nice, Jamie. I was going to say down uh, Periscope and then I would have been a huge mistake. Huge. Yeah. And the... And then here's another one. After a global nuclear war, the residents of Australia must come to terms with the fact that all life will be destroyed in a matter of months. That's the Australian one. Oh, what was that called? That one? Where it ends in Australia? Yeah. yeah we, watched, we watched two versions of it. We watched a movie yeah. and then we watched the <laughs> TV movie. <laughs> we watched, we it. watched it twice, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like an ap- post-apocalyptic one. Uh, yep. It's beach on, be the, on, the, on the beach? On the beach. The be- on the beach. Nice. On the beach. I'm having trouble like remembering the names right now. Like I can I can visualize the movie, but I'm just having trouble getting <laughs> to the name. And this is one that we haven't seen, um, but maybe you'll know it. I don't know. In 1942, submarine commander Jeff Conway secretly photographs Japanese aircraft carriers in the Coral Sea, but his submarine is damaged and he's forced to surrender. So this isn't Battle of the Coral Sea? It is. Yeah. And then this one, this is one last one. On an isolated island, a small group of people are terrorized by giant voracious shrews in the midst of a hurricane. No idea. Um, Not what we've seen, guys. Is it Shrew Hurricane? <laughs> That'd be, it's the killer shrews. So. Yeah, it's close. Definitely one to look out for. Does it have a submarine All in right. it, though? Uh, it does not. I, not that I know of. I might have to watch. I think it's rocking like a two, so I really don't want to. So. <laughs> All right, anyways. Now we can get into some actual trivia here. I just thought it was kind of interesting that there were those other movies from 1959 that we've already seen that are just Way far back. and away beyond this. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to do a couple things for the actual trivia. One is that this is actually part of the Criterion Collection. This is number 366, spine number 366 in the Criterion Collection, uh, which came out as part 
of the Monsters and Mayhem collection, or sorry, Monsters and Mad Men collection in 2007. Now, Criterion, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. That's that's not necessarily the best movies, but it's something that's iconic and done right. something that yeah. warrants. So they must they had a collection notoriety. Was, yeah, it was a collection that was probably celebrating these types of B movies, these types of sci-fi B movies, and it was part of that. So it represents something in history. The only other one I'm going to do is we didn't talk too much about Sir Ian Hunt, the Nobel Prize winning scientist on board uh, the submarine, but he's the one who's kind of like drawing on the map. He's also like modifying the bomb that was able to shoot other missiles to shoot up and uh, destroy the UFO. And he was speculating on how the UFO was regenerating, et cetera, et cetera. But kind of a funny aspect of this movie is they mention when they're recruiting him or getting him onto the submarine, he is the winner of the Nobel Prize for Oceanography. Which is not a thing. So, there is no such thing as a Nobel Prize for oceanography. Right? There's not? There's not. And then, uh, before we get into some trivia where you guys are going to have to answer some Jeopardy questions, I did, did want to just say, hit the um, Phantom Zone real quick, real easy. Engage the Phantom and this was really no big deal because we just watched the other Alex Gordon film, Submarine <laughs> Seahawk, which used a bunch of the same actors, including uh, Holloway, played by uh, Franz. Uh, Arnold, or whatever his name, Arnold Franz or whatever. All right, yeah. And so that's not a big deal. Uh, what was a big deal is that they were going to remake this movie in uh, 1999. They were like 40 years later. Got to do it. And they were like, who's the biggest star on the planet? Ed Harris. Get him in here. They had a meeting. Everything was going awesome. And they were describing the plot to him. And they're like, okay, and you're, you're Commander Holloway. And you're going to confront the alien. They're going to describe the alien to me. And he said, okay, it's like a one-eyed monster. And then Ed, they had to end the meeting because Ed Harris was like, oh, one-eyed monster, right? And started winking a whole bunch. And that was pretty much the end of the meeting. Really? He couldn't, he couldn't stop doing it. He like he was just like winking. Yeah, oh, yeah, right? Yeah. The one-eyed monster, right? 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 Like it's a metaphor, right? Right. Right? I'm picking up what you're putting down. I'm picking <laughs> yeah, it up. So it's like a metaphor, right? And he's winking and they were like, we're going to get out of here. And that's actually wow. ended the entire project. They were like, we can't remake Atomic Summer anymore. They're like, it's just too much it's too much for the times. So that's what they said. <laughs> Jamie's over there smiling to himself. I am. I love, I love my jokes. Okay, so... <laughs> We're going to be doing Jeopardy. It's Weapons of the Second Millennium. 400, 800, 1200. A daily double worth 7,800 in that game. And then 2,000. So who gave it the lower score, Zachary? Zach. Uh, I did 2.5. Yeah. So Zach, which one do you want to do? Uh, Surprise me. You are going to get the 1,200. Yeah, I like 12. Yeah, introduced in World War One, the Mills bomb was actually one of these flung weapons. Grenade? Correct. Very nice, 1,200. Boom. Kyle, what do you want? 400, 800. Shoot out. 7,800 or 2,000. I got to go big, man. Give me 78. A British weapon during World War One had a cover name of Water Closet for Russia, which became Water This... Then just this. 
water closet for Russia. She's Is it a is it a dirty bomb? No. No. Do I get a steal? You can try if you want. What was the question again? <laughs> I was in chat. It was uh this weapon developed in World War One was originally called a water closet for Russia, and then eventually just water this and then just this. Water closet. I don't know. I mean, I want to just say mine, but I don't think that's right. <laughs> that was interestingly the answer given by the person who did the Daily Double incorrectly. It's actually tank. Huh. Oh, yeah. Why okay. do they call it a water closet? <laughs> I mean, that's a toilet. Right. A tank, a tank on the back of a toilet. I don't know, man. I don't know. All right. 400, 800, or 2,000, Zach. 2,000. The name of this short-barreled cannon goes back to the Czech Hufnich slingshot. Short barrel cannon goes back to the Czech hoofnich, meaning slingshot. Meaning slingshot? Yes. Alex says you just learned this. I know, man. Apparently, when we were mini pick, oh my God. See, he's going to remember that stuff better than I do. I have no idea. I have no idea. Kyle, you want to steal or are you going to leave it alone? A short barrel cannon? Yep. Oh, I can think. I mean, there's no way it's like. I think you're about to say I don't it. know. Bombardier, it's not it. No, There's no way. That's not it's, a thing. It's a how, howitzer. 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 Oh. God. That was Damn in it. the mini putt? <laughs> I don't remember that, Alex. Then 400, 800. Uh, Kyle, what do you want? 400. I need a, I need a win here. Huh. Around 1550. Oh, my God. This is so funny. I, I chose this one because it, was the, it had an answer that had atomic submarine, but it doesn't actually have... It's the wrong one. Oh, the ultimate diving yeah. machine was the actual one. Oh, my God. I totally screwed up the uh, category. We're going to jump <laughs> over to that real quick. For his work in developing nuclear-powered subs, this admiral was known as the father of the atomic submarine. There we go. That was the question I was trying to get into this. Oh, my God. Like, we should know that. There we go. I don't know. I have no idea. I can't remember, man. It's I know I knew it at one time. I don't know if you no. did. No, I don't think so. His name is Hyman Rickover. Good name. Didn't that <laughs> didn't that come up in? Uh, I think that came up in a subs worldwide. Maybe I don't know. Brom, please go back and listen to all of them and let yeah. me know if that came up in a subs worldwide. <laughs> okay, and then we're just gonna do one last one. You guys buzz in when you want to do it. It's another submarine uh, fact that this the historical claim to fame of the German submarine known as U twenty. Was this action on May 7th, 1915? 1915. Big time event. 1915. In World War I, 1915. Buzz. What is it, Zach? Titanic sinking? Well, I mean, I guess you could call you guys conspiracy theories. I mean, he's really breaking news here about that. that yeah. Not actually a, uh iceberg. Actually, a submarine they ran into. What was the? I think I misheard the question. I thought it was something that was rumored to have, that the world World War II submarines were done by the Germans. My bad. The historical was claim to fame of the German submarine known as U twenty was this action on May seventh, nineteen fifteen. Was this action? I don't know. 
You're actually pretty close, Zach. It's just funny that you said Titanic. <laughs> you're sinking of a ship or something. Yeah, sinking of the Lusitania. Okay, Lusitania. sounds right. Was sinking yeah. of something. Which I think there's actually, I think there's a movie which we could watch for this podcast called The Sinking of the Lusitania. Tanya. There it is. There it is. There we go. Put I think it that's on deck. I, I think that's what Dude. I got. Did we get any right? You got one, right? The grenade. Yeah, I got, yeah, yeah. I got the grenade. Got the grenade. And there's a lot Take more that grenade. we could have gotten wrong, too, because it's all submarine facts that we don't know. Great. Oh, well, what is next? 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 Was it just quick news? I got quick news. Dude, I got a, I got a really short subs worldwide. Let me do the quick news first, because it's right, be You quick. do your news. You do your news. Let's do it. Here's some news. You guys hear that? Oh, yeah. Okay. You guys think I was actually looking up news? There it is. There it is. So real quick news. This comes from defensenews.com. This was posted one day ago by Megan Eckstein. U.S. Navy needs $50 million to get submarine construction back on track after COVID-19. So this is just some Washington budget news, some BS, you know, those fat cats in Washington. But uh, the U.S. Navy's needing $50 million in fiscal 2022 to get Virginia-class attack submarine construction back on track. The coronavirus pandemic uh, hit that shipping shipbuilding program. Um, so it's affecting them. Uh, the Navy said during a Senate Sea Power subcommittee hearing, that the uh, fiscal year of 22 investment will help building the two Virginias and one Columbia submarine per year. Um, so, yeah, uh, they need some money to get the back on track, to get those submarines built and ready for the world. Let's issue some bonds. Let's go, government. We're buying. Go. go. Let's do it. That's all I got. Well... COVID's just killing everything, isn't it? Killing our submarine program. You gotta get me crazy. All right, man. I got a short subs worldwide tonight. It's it's subs subs world world wide wide wide. Except in typical fashion, as has been the case, I don't know since like episode sixty nine or something. Haven't been many subs. Since we've covered so many of them. So tonight it is Cyclops Worldwide. We heard the word Cyclops like a million times during this movie. And I figured, what the hell? I haven't heard that term in a really long time. So I don't know. Look up some stuff on Cyclops. So you guys know what Cyclops is Greek for? Uh, bicycle clops. So like, kind of like a machine lops. A machine lops. Good guess. Yep. Anything? Zach? I got nothing. You got Ma- nothing. Mach- I got, what do you mean, Greek? Um, come on, you look. Greek. I got nothing. Uh, you oh, speak so Greek? I like, Cy, I'm German. Cy like cyborg. Oh. So like, um, yes, mechanical like cyborg and lop okay. like lupus. Mechanical wolf. Perfect. Perfect. There we go. Um, nailed it. it. I don't even need to explain it. Um, but the. Maybe a little bit more correct answer would be <laughs> circle eyes or round eyes. However, you are up to your own discretion to either take Jamie's answers, mechanical wolf, or the other. Or mechanical uh, lops. Lo- mechanical lops is my other one. Very good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the plural form of cyclops is cyclopes. 
Lame sauce? What the heck is that about? Uh, there are three instances, mainly, of Cyclops in mythology. There are a few groups. The And I, as is par for the course, probably going to just butcher these names. The Hesiodic Cyclopes. Um, Cyclopes. Yeah. <laughs> I, that just sounds fake to me to say Cyclops. Cyclops? Yeah, it doesn't sound like anything I'm, I would say. There's a group of Cyclops in Homer's Odyssey that were a group of shepherds, and there are another group that built the Cyclopean walls of Mycenae and Tyrans. Uh, so I did a little bit of diving because in, to, in this movie, they were like, oh, well, the Cyclops they're built the, uh, the Thunderbolt for Zeus. And that's why we're naming this UFO the Cyclops. So I was like, well, what the heck? Did they actually do that? And according to, I was going to say, actually, they did. But according to mythology, they did. And the <laughs> these are the Hesiodic Cyclopes, or these ones. And they were the sons of Uranus and Gaia. Nice. Uh, brothers to the Titans and the quote-unquote Hundred Handers. If you look up a picture of Hundred Handers, it's kind of funny looking. Um but yeah, they made the Thunderbolt weapon for Zeus because Zeus came and freed these guys because they were imprisoned by Uranus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. It just cracks me up. Uh, they also, kind of before Hephaestus, who is like the god of the weapons in the anvil, he's making all the weapons for everybody. Before he was born, the Cyclops were known for doing this. So they also get credit for giving Poseidon his famous trident. So they can do a lot with that one, I guess. But Thanks, Kyle. I know. I'm here to... <laughs> I don't know what... I don't even know if you can call that educate. I don't know what that was. But anyways, uh, that's that's what I got. Loved it. Is it time? For what? I don't know. What else is there? I don't think it's anything. That's the end of that. Bye, everyone. Thanks for sticking around. <gasps> Hit it. Do, 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 Zach Facts. It's Zach Facts. When you're going down, get some Zach Facts. When you're going down. Okay. Now, normally we do an over-under, but what do you guys think? Do you want to even try? It's been a few weeks. Uh, over, I'm, I'm, yeah, Kyle, what do you say? Over-under what? I'm going to go like two and a half. So you think it's think over- that's you're asking over or under two and a half? Or should we go with the normal like isn't like three and a half? We usually go three and a half. Three and right? a half is usual. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna stick with that. I'm going uh, I usually go under all the time. I'm going over. I'm gonna I gotta get a win. I'm gonna go under. Wow, you guys are crazy tonight. Dude, we're insane splitting the vote, man. Yeah. We're both gonna lose. He's gonna do well, three and a half Zach facts, and we're gonna lose. Let's let's get it. Let me hear it. Zach facts. All right. Um, Fact number one. The director got the idea. Nice. For the UFO shape in the film. While eating a donut with whipped cream on top. (laughs) I get it, man. I understand. See it. This is the shape. I do. I get it now. 
That's a good one. Oof. Yeah, soundboard, Oof. yeah. Soundboard's not working. Can't even hear me. <laughs> it didn't work? I can't <laughs> we, hear. We can't hear. We can see you reacting, oh my which, God. Is, which is pretty fun for us. But but you heard the other stuff, right? Some of it. Ish. That yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. All right, soundboard's done. Fact number two. <laughs> it was decided the movie would take place underwater when it was decided a submarine would be in the movie. Hmm. I like that, man. I don't think that's a sad fact. Might it might be, be Jamie. That might just be a fact. It, no, dude. Straight up Zach fact. And fact number three, and the last oh, Zach fact from this movie. Oh, Ooh. here we go. I feel like here I've lost go. a million times in a row on this over under on Zach facts. <laughs> fact number three. While many enjoyed the film, some did not understand if the alien eye was a metaphor for a penis. That's what Ed Harris was winking about. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> this one-eyed monster just melting people. One-eyed monster. Hey, man, a lot of people say that about the Goonies. Really? Oh, my teacher in high school told us that. What, that <laughs> the Goonies is about a penis? About sexuality and growing up, yeah. Huh. And the penis and, and his one eye and everything. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. We did a whole lesson on the Goonies in uh, class, and he talked all about that. That actually makes some sense, because <laughs> if you think about it, he turns out that, you know, he turns out to be... Kind of the hero, right? Alex is asking why he looks so ugly. Then, <laughs> <laughs> um, some penises aren't as pretty to look at as others. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! Well, one isn't of his name nice. is his name like legitimately like One Eyed Willie? Is that yeah. his name? His name is One Eyed Willie. Yeah. yeah. No, wow. dude, I mean, you can I've find never, all this stuff online. I've Puzzle never pieces are just. Locking up right now, man. If there's a ton of shit online about that, so you know seriously, what? season two. Yeah. Let's make season two these types of. Movies. I don't know what even how to describe the type of movie I'm talking about, <laughs> but the metaphor movies where you have a metaphor like this, and we can just talk about that metaphor the whole time. That would be interesting. Especially if a movie has diff- yeah. a bunch of metaphors. Metaphorically <laughs> speaking, that's what we call it. Metaphorically speaking. <laughs> We only talk about like the movies that. metaphorically. That's good. That rolls off the that rolls off the tongue. I like that. Yeah. So now, like atomic atomic submarine. Speaking. What would be the metaphor in atomic submarine? Oh, the penis portion of it with the eight one eyed aliens. Yeah. yeah. That's what this it one, all just ties back to every every episode. We're like, well, look at these phallic symbols them, yeah. that are just everywhere in this movie. It's insane. Yeah, I just we just watch we just watch <laughs> for badmovietwins.com. I don't know if you, I have a website. It's called badmovietwins.com. It's badmovietwins.com. But we just watched one of the Twilight movies. And that one kind of also would tie back a lot to sexuality, since it's all about how like premarital sex is monstrous and terrible, and then also how uh, postmarital sex is also monstrous and terrible. That seems to be what Twilight's about, from what I can tell. Now, have you ever read those books? I read the first one, and it's even more heavy on that. No, not into sex type type of stuff. And yeah, it's like basically Edward sitting there being like, "I can't bite you." It you know that makes me a monster. I can't. I want to bite you so badly, but I can't because I'd otherwise be a monster. And they're like, I will, I will only bite you for married. It's like, okay, you're getting a little on the nose here, Twilight. Thanks. Wait, if they yeah, if they straight <laughs> up like said that. That's like right in the face. But well, they yeah. do. That's the whole. That's the entire point. It's like I I will wow. turn you into a vampire until we're married. Interesting. <laughs> it's basically like I'm a monster with no soul. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Wow. <laughs> 
All right. Well, Anyways. I don't. On that <laughs> note, do we have anything else? We love you, fans. Thank you. Thank you for watching. If you're bored, Beta Cuck Investments is live right now. Whoa. Packs. Go watch some Pokemon cards. Popping packs. Do it. We love you, Brom. Popping peas. Thank you for listening to Submersion. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Thursday. If you like what you heard, please leave us a rating wherever you listen. Want to interact with us? Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We also love to get messages from all of you. If you have a suggestion, a comment, or just anything you'd like to share, please email us at maceaststudios at gmail.com. 